I would like for you to imagine a situation, maybe next weekend, a couple weekends, you're in the city at a nice restaurant, having some appetizers with friends, and you just kind of feel someone behind you. And all of a sudden, a hand reaches onto your plate and grabs the chicken wing and starts to eat it. And you turn around and Bill Murray, the com comedy actor, is eating your chicken wing. Now, this would be a very shocking situation, and while you look with an act of surprise, he puts the wing back down on your plate and says, no one will ever believe you, and walks away. <laughs> he actually does this. Bill Murray, Chicagoland native, very famous comedy actor, personal favorite of mine. He, he does things like this. He'll walk down Michigan Avenue, put his hands over people's eyes, and just say, guess who? And then they turn around, it's Bill Murray. Or he'll walk into a neighborhood, be about maybe 8.30, dinner's over, he just goes into someone's house, will go into the kitchen and start doing the dishes. And um, to the people's surprise, I mean, they just do the dishes with him. What are you gonna do? It's Bill Murray. When asked about why he does these type of things, he says that in life, he really sees people going through it almost as zombies and that he hopes that his humor, the joy that he brings to people's life will, will wake them up to, to enjoy the gift of living every single day. Now, I'm not saying that we should go down Michigan Avenue and start playing guess who to, to wake people up, because what I'm doing here is making an analogy to the gospel. That's what John the Baptist was doing. He was going out and telling people, wake up. The life right now, this, this isn't it. Christ is coming, all right? And this is what we should be focused on. Everything else, second fiddle. Christ is coming. And this is our job as Christians, to go out into the world, just like John the Baptist did, and to let our lives be an example of joy, to let our lives be an example of saying to people, what you think is important, if not focused around Christ, is a total waste of time. Everything else is nothing. Jesus is everything. And in a way more so than Bill Murray could ever do, we've had some amazing saints who had this bigger-than-life Holy Spirit element to their personality. St. Francis, J.K. G.K. Chesterton wrote a great biography of St. Francis, a 12th century saint from Italy, and talked about how he was a fool for Christ. That the love that he had every single day from receiving the Eucharist, the love that he had for God, flowed over to everything in creation, his brothers, his sisters, the animals even. That's why we've almost taken him on as a, a cartoonesque saint, because he's just... He's got animals on his shoulder. He's just that innocent little saint. But it stemmed from an authentic love for Christ. It stemmed from the sacrament of our Lord. Him recognizing that receiving Christ in the Eucharist is the most important thing we can do in our life. And brothers and sisters, if, if that's not a reality in your life, fight for it. If you don't come out of Mass saying like, wow, I am strengthened to take on anything Christ puts in my life. If that's not a reality, 
Something's missing. We're all working on it, right? We all have levels to improve aspects of our spiritual life we want to work on. But that's exactly what it continues to go in, in the Gospel of Luke, right? Every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding road should be made straight. If we have to go long distances, we fly now, right? But back then, if you had to travel, you, you were walking. You were with the, with the animals and everything. Just imagine every little hill, every valley, just like, oh my gosh, my feet, I can't handle this. So this is a real example for them to make these things become straight. If we have mountains in our life, if we're focused on success in the world, if we're focused on financial success, while wow, these things are obviously important, they can't block the focus of the joy that Christ needs to be in our life, that centrality of Christ in our life. If our work, aspects of just worrying about, we know what it is, the distractions. If, it, if, if aspects of life are distractions, you need to move them aside. If we want to have that, that deeper level of, of understanding how much Christ loves us, we've got to move things out of the way. The valleys, right? What are those? What should be there? What is our prayer life like? What is our relationship with sacred scripture? This, this letter that was not written to people thousands of years ago only, but also to each of us in a, in a very unique way, to where when we engage in it, there, there's a, a communication unlike very other things between God and us, the Holy Spirit relating to us. Scripture needs to be a part of our life every single day. Even if it's just a couple verses before we go to bed. One, one short five-minute meditation when you wake up. But to just to focus the aspects of our life around Christ. That's really what this part of Advent's about. We're preparing the way for the Lord. What aspects of my life can I move out, can I work on to better receive Christ this year? So that I can take that joy, that love that I know he has for me, and to go out into the world, to be that example. For when we see those saints like St. Saint Francis, Mother Teresa, JP2, they, they had it. You just sensed it. I, I was even a little kid when Mother Teresa was there, but you're just like, this person is a saint on earth, right? JP too, that love for Christ was the most important thing in his life. And that same love, God the Father, the Trinity has for each of us. And he wants us to have that relationship with him. Don't be afraid to knock down the mountains in your life. Don't be afraid to fill the valleys. Don't be afraid to be a fool for Christ.